Hello, 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 and welcome to a brand new episode of And Just Like That. Today's guest host is not only a singer, she is also a pod producer, she is a show writer, and a pro selfie taker. Of course, this is a one-woman show uh, with the other half of my woman, um, and I should have read that sentence uh, before I said it out loud because that made no uh, no sense at all. Um, introducing Veronica Valentine, my very bestest friend. Hello, hello, hello. Pleasure to be here once more. Love the pod, love the show. Avid listener, lover, creator. Activist. Entrepreneur. Um, grilled cheese enthusiast. <sighs> You know, server at Olive just, Garden. Again, you know, woman, jack of all trades, Jane of all trades, Jane of all trades, Jane Fonda of all trades, Jane Fonda of all trades. Are you a friend of Dorothy's? The the girl from Kansas. Girl, did you not get that joke? The one from Kansas, girl. No, <laughs> okay. I was gonna say Grace. I was gonna say Grace and Frankie. That has nothing to do with Dorothy or Jane. It's just because that's an old movie. Um, but hello. Um, I first off want to ask, you know, the Queen of Valentine herself, how was your Valentine's Day? Did you do anything fun, anything new, noteworthy, anything that the people should know? It was fabulous. I did not do anything new, noteworthy. I actually worked, but it was just a fabulous day for me. I just had great vibes, had a great time at work. Um... Yeah, it was just good. My my Valentine's weekend was good. Like, yeah. Yeah, we definitely, Fabu. like, didn't hang out and have a Valentine's night the day before Valentine's Day or anything. Right. That was so much fun. We recorded this really stupid TikTok um, <laughs> where we were pretending to be in Cats the Musical, but it's so foggy that you literally can't see anything except just, like, mist particles all over the place oh my god it was so good and that night truly a treasure truly a treasure like again i had a fabulous valentine's weekend you know like because yeah. on valentine's day we couldn't get together and do it like we normally do like normally on valentine's day as we like to do a valentine's moment but yeah. this year it just didn't work out because like i said jobs things like that so we did it the night before it was fab boo what did um, we watch we and watched. this can get us into oh, the TV slash media recap. Oh, what my movie God. did we enjoy on Valen- Galentine's night? As our great friend, dear friend of the show, Miss... Do we... we say her name? I think we've like said her name... on the pod? I think we've said her name in the past. We'll we'll say it. We'll blurp if if come to pass. I'm not blurping it. You know. But anyway, our good Judy, our love, Miss Andy, as she would say, an Oscar-winning movie. We watched Marry Me, with J Lo and Owen Wilson, and I have many a thoughts. Yes, Marry Me, starring um, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Maluma, and Owen Wilson, and uh, also guest starring um, Sarah Silverman. Oddly enough. Very oddly enough, and Sarah in Sil- a weird role Sarah for her too. Silverman being a fangirl of Jennifer Lopez of Ali Main of of this universe is Ali Main. What is what even is her name in this in this movie? I have no. Oh, Cat Valdez. 
Kat Valdez. Kat Valdez right. will always be famous. Katie Valdez, as I also call her throughout the movie. I don't know. Like, I thought the movie was good and I thought it was kind of camp and, you know, like, it was fun. Um, but yeah. anyone who genuinely believes that this was a great movie, I uh, do fear a little bit. For and them. this was what I was thinking the entire time. What did they do to get Owen? What did they do to get Owen? Ellen was busy. Right, right, right. I still feel like even he is a step above this movie. J-Lo, I understood, because I feel like she created this movie. Owen Wilson, I feel like you're a little bit above it, you know. You've been in an MCU production. Why are we Why are we doing Marry Me? I think that you put too much clout on MCU productions. I don't, but I think MCU productions hires actors. Yes, they hire actors. The West, well, oh my God, girl, because that's the thing. Like he's also in the other media's like Wes Anderson films that are very good. Yeah, no, and you know, like he's an actor. He was in that Marley and Me flick with Jennifer Anderson, oh, which is Oscar-winning actor performances. Stunning, you know what I mean? love that film. No, but. I, I kind of agree that he's in a different echelon, but I mean, like, I don't know. A job is a job. A movie's a movie, you know. A lead get. Hey, he was a. He's a lead in one of this year. One of this year's like biggest rom coms. So you know, good for him. And that brings me. That brings me to my opinion because I was watching rom coms all weekend because it was Valentine's Day. They just don't make them like they used to. Because so, yes, back so, then they were okay. corny and awful. So I got a question for you. Different. What what era of rom-com are you talking about? Like, what is your rom-com era? Classic uh, early 2000s. So, I mean, I would argue that, like, when Harry Met Sally would and, like, Moonstruck would be a classic. Yeah, but, um, the, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, because that's what that is. Isn't Harry Met Sally 99? Or was that earlier? And I, I just I believe it was it a little 99. bit earlier. But so there, there's been two big, there's been two big booms with rom coms, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 90s rom coms are fantastic. And then like fantastic. that late 2000s, um, like leading up to the recession era rom com, yeah. like very Natalie Portman, very, very Natalie Portman, very yeah. a la, no strings attached. But I, I also think that for me personally, and in my watchings. 90s and early 2000s Early's like well, So what is your really favorite rom-com? Well now that you brought it up Harry Met Sally Because I watched that last night Okay. One of the ultimate rom-coms One of my favorite rom-coms That I watch Well now that you put me on the spot You know I always freeze up when you put me on the spot But I love Eccentric Bullock One, Practical Magic is a great rom-com um, There's this one with her and it Ben Affleck It always comes called, back Sorry <laughs> It always comes back to Nicole Kidman, it AMC spokeswoman, Nicole Kidman. A- <laughs> Miss Nicole Kidman. You, but but also <clears throat> late two thousands rom coms are great. You again, though. Yeah. That, oh my god. Okay. I saw that. You again is was on. Fabulous. Is that on Hulu right now? It's on Hulu. I watched it. Again. Oh my gosh! I need to fabulous. watch that, because um, I saw that. Stupid in, love. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know that Crazy Rich Asians is my favorite rom-com. Oh, oh, I, I oh, think oh, that it does oh. everything that a rom-com needs to do, including give... Oh, it is favorite a... Favorite rom-com is... Yeah. It's a film. There's a lot. Like, that could have been two movies right there. Yeah. Yeah. That literally could have been two movies, but I'm glad that it was one because... 
you know, I'd, it, yeah. you got to sit through it, but I really, 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 really enjoy it. And I actually, that was one of the only books that I've read, like book series that I've read all the way through, like recently too. Really? I was really like post Crazy Rich Asians. I read all the books. What? I and do I was going to start the first one and I was going to start read reading. Um, I'm going to start reading them again once we get closer to the release date of um, the second book, the second movie. Oh, they're making it. <clears throat> well, yeah, girl. The first movie was a huge success. Yeah, it's just been so long that I was like, yeah, girl, but it was because of COVID, you know? Yeah. You know, delays. Uh, but uh, suddenly COVID is over. Literally everyone who I've seen today has been like, I don't know, like we are now living in the and just like that universe. Yeah. Like um, Coachella and Stagecoach got rid of all of their COVID requirements. Oh, um, and all of their like vaccine requirements. And um, and then I think Disneyland is doing the same Um because everyone's like, oh, well, since the governor said it's over, I guess it's over. Um, it's not, though. Yeah, but, you know, we're, we'll it's open up again. It's the cycle that we're well, in. Yeah, we'll open up again for three weeks and shut back down for another month. It's you the, know, it's, it's kind of just... the cycle we're in. It just yeah. is what it is. And that's the thing where I'm like, I really can't, like, I don't even have the energy to, like, fight about it. You know what I mean? Where, like... Okay. It just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll continue to be wearing my mask in I'll the stores. I'll continue to be doing what you know. I'm doing. I'll continue I'll, to be getting the Yeah, getting I'll, I'll the be things, keeping myself like, safe. But you got your free COVID tests from I Daddy did. Biden. And I, I have yet to get mine. Grandpa Joe, where are my tests? I know. I don't know. Are they cute? Are they aesthetic? Like, what do they look no, like? No, they're not. They're, they're just, just like... They look like you got them from like CVS or something where like I opened it up and I was like, I don't remember ordering medication. And then I saw that it said, does it come like with a little no? Oh, no, it's literally girl. It comes in a, it's almost like someone sent you a bomb. Like you don't, cause you don't remember that you got it so long ago. And so my mom was like, Oh, you got a package. I go to it. Cause I was like, I did not order anything. It just says my name, like whatever, open it up. And it's just literally COVID tests wrapped in bubble wrap. Oh my gosh. And a, a rubber band. Oh, love that though. You know? Yeah. It's like a bomb. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, it is the bomb free COVID tests. You know? It really is. It I really like is. how we're all getting them when they've all decided that COVID is over. Um, but you know what is not over? What? All of the TV that we've been watching. The yes. last week, we have so many updates, so let's go ahead and switch our gears um, to some TV recap. Yes. So first up on our list, we have the show that I am watching and that uh, many other queer people are watching, because I it's like the only thing that pops up in my Twitter feed currently, and that is The Gilded Age. I really have been liking the show, but I must say that this last episode was boring at the beginning. I it was like thirty minutes, and I kept like looking up, and I was like, "Oh, we're still going!" Like, it. Yeah. It was a slow burn this episode, but yeah. there was some shining moments. I think that uh, Danae Benton, um, Broadway star Danae Benton from uh, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of eighteen twelve, um, she's stunning. I love her. She had a little like quick little Emmy moment that I really enjoyed. Okay. So I like, really like Yeah. Um, so I really liked that. You know, I was I was like, okay, give it to us. I, I love when you can see that a um a stage actor can act really well in front of a camera. 
And I love when you can see the Emmy moment. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I was, I was, I was like, okay, she's reaching for it, you know. You get, you get a peek into that, like, okay, okay. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm like, I see you, Ju- uh, Julian Fellows, like, good for you. And I must say that the, the thing that kind of made the whole episode better was the fashion in uh, Mrs. Russell's red dress. Um, she had this like gorgeous. You got to fix your mic. She had this gorgeous red dress that was like literally to die for. Uh, it made it made the episode worth it. But other fashion, than that, fashion, we'll keep, it really will make an episode for me. Right? Like it will. It, it will. So I'll keep chugging along. You know, I really liked the first okay. three episodes. So you know, here's to, you know, here's to the fifth. Here's to keep trying. Yeah, and let's hear a little bit more about the next show that we're going to be talking about that I'm going to be taking the back seat on because uh, I do not watch. And uh, she doesn't that partake. is Euphoria. Ronnie, what can you tell us about the brand new, they're the newest episode of Euphoria? Do you know what episode it is? This was episode six. We are now in episode six. I believe there's, you know, ten normal season. I'm I don't like sure. that. I don't like. Give me twenty four. You know, it's standard season now to have ten. Ten long episodes girl 10 long episodes number six was good i liked it i really did i appreciate that it wasn't as heart level racing intense except for some moments which we we will get into but for the most part it was like you know i can i can eat a snack while i watch this you know Mm -hmm. where i was like i can i can breathe a little bit Okay. The beginning was obviously sad and intense because it has to do with Rue and her recovering and detoxing. But this episode was not focused on her, pretty much like okay. oh, which was interesting. This was focused on Twitter and TikTok's favorite thing to ever freaking talk about: Maddie, Cassie, Nate, the whole love triangle. Um, I really really don't understand why they did not show us like a fight between those two maddie and cassie because that is so that's for, for all the people, everybody's been what I, we need so, contact i don't know what's happening you need okay, 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 okay so as a lot of people know um the two best friends in the show maddie and cassie you know Cassie had slept with Maddie's ex-boyfriend and she found out in the last episode with Rue's whole thing that I'm pretty sure okay, Lucy broke yeah. down for you right yeah if we, re- no, if we recall yeah and I, I, I see the stuff so exactly that's what I'm saying like we see the stuff we kind of know the you know um but in the last episode it looked as if we were going to get a a fight a show between the two on like the confrontation and that did not happen and that's unfulfilling to me what we saw was an aftermath on everybody's part that's a little bit unfulfilling to me. So they just like glossed. Did they just jump over? They jumped over the confrontation of it all. I mean, but you know, I think that don't they love to do like a lot of. Um, yeah. They do like they like to do a lot of background, right? You know, a lot of for a lot of like dreamscape. So maybe you'll see they it. Do. There wasn't a ho- there was not any of that in this episode, which I appreciated incredibly. This one was grounded in realism for sure. It really was the entire episode. The Really what I can say about it was it was the aftermath of the confrontation which we did not see what i will say and what i want to focus on is the acting of this episode okay zendaya in her beginning scenes in which it's depicting her detoxing that is really Mm -hmm. just the focus of her storyline as always i mean 
Emmys. That's what she's coming for. She's coming for the Emmys. She's coming for the award season. And I'd be surprised if she didn't get it. Can I do a quick um, diversion real quick? Yeah. So all of the roles that I've seen Zendaya in recently, they just make her look like shit for some reason. And I really don't like because it. Because she's such a stunning... When yeah. I saw her Super Bowl commercial, I like almost fainted because I just forgot that what... You know, I guess I just like because I've been that. because I've just seen so many. I guess just so many like stills of Rue and stuff, yeah. and then like her and, MJ yeah, on Spider Man is very, very, very understated um, as she is typically as a character. But um, it would I don't know. I was just like I don't know to see her in like full like glam. Hollywood glam. I was like, that's Can right. You, like you know, I was just like that. That's right. That's you why give you're me the everything. Context of that commercial because no. I did not watch the Super Bowl. Therefore, I did not see any Super Bowl No, because when I said I watched the commercial, that was a lie. I saw stills of the commercial on Twitter. Right, Um, right, right. It might have been an Expedia commercial. I have no clue. Literally, the only Super Bowl commercial that I watched was... was the one with Jennifer Coolidge, the Uber Eats commercial. Yes. And that's because I, I that personally one. went out of my way to watch it. Yeah. Um, where, you know, I I don't know. Right. I was at work. It was a whole thing. But but anyways, yeah. back to yeah. Euphoria, yeah. the acting. So the acting is great. Zendaya is coming to sweep Emmys. And I also think Miss Sydney is coming to take some awards. I don't know about Emmys, just because I don't know if the people are going to recognize her like that, but I think she is doing a fantastic job with Cassie this season because Cassie is an insane person. That's her whole arc, I'm feeling, is that this girl is just on a spiral down and she's doing an immaculate job depicting somebody trying to act like they're not spiraling and is spiraling incredibly hard, but trying to act like they're not. Yeah, and I think you know, yeah, I think that whoever is managing her, whoever's running her PR, is doing a stunning job of showing how multifaceted she is and how much of a grassroots vibe it feels. I don't know. It just feels like her image is being perfectly calculated. Um, yes. And it's, you know, uh, me and Lucy got into a very large fight one night about the it girls of euphoria and yeah um of course there was a miscommunication as always um, as there always is um yes but you know i definitely think that if there's one mainstay in the entertainment business from euphoria that it's a breakout star it is sydney sweeney yes she's gonna continue to get the acting roles yes because this also helps me deviate into another section of the show which is the end, which is where the heart starts to race a little bit. And I'm sure, mayhaps, you've seen things on Twitter about Just this go moment. ahead. Um, you're going to get spoiled. You're, you're, listening, gonna get spoiled. you're listening to this podcast almost a week after Euphoria came out. If you haven't, listened, so, if you haven't watched it yet, girl, skip this Exactly, because I was late to the episode. Anyway, Nate, the psychotic ex-boyfriend yeah. of Maddie, pulls a gun on her to get you know it's a whole rigor wait role, like really in this last part of the episode he pulled she, a gun on her he fully pulled a gun on her and put it towards her head and fully pulled a gun on her and it was a very intense scene to in order to get this this tape back that was his father the tale is old as time in the show about the fucking tape and his dad fucking kids on the tape so that was incredibly intense but i want to say something controversial yet brave for the audience alexia Alexia Demi is not the strongest of actresses. 
And I think if this was Zendaya in the Sweeney, I would have been on the floor. And with her, I was on the edge, if that makes sense. Because she takes it not incredible, like, not that much there. Yeah. And then there's there was, like, all that controversy with that Barbie girl. Oh, and her. I really could not care less about her character. Yeah. It's a boring, it's, sorry, it's a boring plot, girl. It's a boring, it's a boring plot, like. But one thing I did want to bring up about Euphoria before, or is there anything else that you want to add about? No, it, like, I don't know if I'm being very underwhelming with the description, but that was just very much the vibe of the episode. Like, it was both good and underwhelming. I will say, something I noticed, as somebody said on Twitter, is a lot of things were tied up in this episode that were loose, and I really appreciate that. Like, the love triangle, so to speak, has been closed. Um... And yeah, it was a good episode. Okay. Um, but one thing I will say about... Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, one thing I will say about what I've been really liking from Euphoria um, is actually just the real life uh, relationship uh, between Hunter Schaefer and... Um, is it Dominic Fike or Fike? Yes. I think um, I think it's Fike. And I think they are so cute. Um, I will not like have any slander um i say get a see, life no, if you don't like, like them because of the characters get a life no no for me it's just like seeing a trans woman being loved publicly by somebody you know mm-hmm. by somebody else is just so monumental we literally never see that so like any of the haters like and my whole you're thing transphobic is, like i'm you, sorry if you you are hating simply because of the characters and i say get a life yeah, I'm like, these people are not their characters. They're, the characters are not real people. Yeah. Jules but is not a real person. The people well, who, she is, but... The people who are real characters in real life are the real housewives, uh, which is our next topic of discussion. So, um, unfortunately, there was no new episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City this week because of the Super Bowl, um, which I was pretty offended by because I was like, those are two very different audiences. Different audiences. I what don't does that have think, to do with yeah. anything? And also, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, Salt Lake City is my weekly Super Bowl. So, yeah. let's get into it. Um, so, I was really sad about that. And again, like, New Jersey and um, OC are just really not bringing it. So, um, New Jersey, so one of the wives uh, is married to a plastic surgeon. And they have a bunch of kids together. And when she was nine months pregnant, um, he cheated on her. And nine months. She was nine months. How far months away was pregnant. she from, from giving birth? Do we know? She was like Days. three weeks. <gasps> and so oh she she found out and then the next day went into labor because of all of the stress. Um and then did not tell anybody. Like oh. did not tell her mom, did not tell Yeah. Like did not tell her best friend, told nobody, like instantly just pushed it down and kind yeah. of just continued to go because um, Jennifer Aiden, the um, the housewife, uh, it was actually really sad in the episode. She was kind of talking about how um, she was like, I had no money, no job. Like my job was to be his wife and to like, you know, be the mom to the kids. So she literally had nothing to do. So she had her only option to her was to just stick it out. 
Yeah. Um, and, and they did, but it's all kind of being fleshed out right now on the housewives. And, uh, um, and a lot of the women are kind of um, fighting back and forth from each other because, um, because Teresa, as you know, uh, Teresa last season spread a huge lie about or spread a rumor that one of the other housewives was getting cheated on but it was just a rumor and she was not yeah. actually getting cheated on so it's really funny because uh Teresa keeps trying to defend herself and being like oh no but like you know it, it wasn't bad when I talked about someone cheating because it was a rumor it's bad that all of you girls are talking about it because this was real and like that is her yeah that is her frame of motion and i just it's the delusion that you know it's the delusion that you always want yeah. um so again highly recommend watching any of the real housewives please jump on them so we can talk about them because i feel like in uh the coming episodes this podcast may venture into uh being a somewhat of a housewife recap podcast at least for a couple yeah. of the episodes but uh you know on the topic of delusion uh we have oh both started a new show um this new show is the i believe this is the first shonda rhimes production created by shonda rhimes production for netflix that no uh, bridgerton no she was a producer on bridgerton she was not a creator it wasn't shonda land it was oh i get what you're saying she was she pro- yeah yeah she produced it yeah. she did not create it she so didn't create it this is, it. is technically yeah, 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 the yeah. first netflix show at the helm of shonda rhimes um about the infamous fraudster um anna delvey it is called In the uh, inventing anna um it is starring um anna klumsky who was uh from veep um, it stars, oh my God, what's her name? Julia. Do you know her last name? I'm blanking on her. No clue. Um, oh, I just hit my mic. I'm really sorry about that. Um, yeah, uh, Julia, I know that she was in Ozark. I haven't watched Ozark, but um, I know that she's fantastic. I've heard fantastic things about her. Um, but. Uh, the, is it the one with the curly hair in Ozark? Yes. That's her. Because I, I have to say, I didn't, I, I. Under I like I knew the rest of the cast. I could not, for the sake of my life, pinpoint who that person was. Yes, she's from Ozark. Uh, she's been in a couple other things, but yeah, I, okay. I don't. It's uh, Julia something. I I don't know what her last Let name is, but anyways. Quick. So, um, you know, uh, Anna Delvey got famous by kind of scamming yeah. her way to become a New York socialite. Um, by using her fake connections as a um, German heiress. Uh, She wanted to create a uh, social club for artists and art patrons uh, that was very exclusive and very, you know, very artistic, very luxury, very kind of it. Um, But she was just a normal girl from Russia, um, yeah, and she lied her way to the top. So the story is kind of about her. Um, I I don't think either of us have finished it. No, um, and I'm still very early into it. I I just finished the third episode, but we kind of just wanted to I've recap. I just began the third episode and just talk a little bit. So like, um, for me, you know, those first impressions were that this show, I really like it, but 
to me, I don't know. It's just having its faults. And um, well, actually, let me tell the good things first. Um, I love that Shonda in Shonda Land has its own kind of repertoire of actors that she likes to work with. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of these people in a lot of other projects that she's done, uh, specifically Scandal. There's like four main cast members that are from Scandal. Okay. Um, and I love that Laverne Cox is in it. Love Wish that. she had a bigger role. Again, we're still very early in watching, so maybe. But I also think the role role she has right now is hilarious in many points. It's hilarious, but, you know, the show doesn't make me laugh out loud. No. No. And. Yeah. And yeah, um, I think the cast is really strong. I think that the story is really strong. And I think that that, you know, I think that Zendaya may have a run for her Emmy with. Um, Julia playing Anna Delvey just because I so I watched an interview with Anna Delvey earlier yeah this girl's accent is second to none like it is on target and I guess I um I was watching a couple other videos and reading a couple other articles about this because I just got really enthralled with this case with this okay a little story literally when I was still in at Hancock a local community college before I transferred I had listened to this case about when like, it first came out about uh-huh. Anna and I was absolutely enthralled and floored about this woman who was able to just do the ultimate girl She boss. knew everything. That's the thing. It's like she because held herself. she knows people and I think that's what the show is highlighting. She understood She understood, yeah, she understood human nature and and yeah, and uh, but anyways what I was going to say is that like um, I've been saying some critiques about like her bad wigs and like this, that, the other. This is all intentional. That Th- these is were all the cracks. Point. These were all cracks in yep. Anna Delvey's or Anna Sorokin's um, kind of facade. So I don't know. It's so interesting to me. I feel like it's really good counter programming to like the Tinder swindler that has been kind of going around. Yes. I personally haven't watched it, but I you know, either. I kind of like seeing the feminine version of like, you know, a con man. Um, but I, I, love- I, I'm really liking this show. I don't know if you have any, um, other thoughts. I definitely do. I love that you pointed out, um, like, Something that it uh, at first glance is going to seem like the flaw of a show, like the net, like that wigs. And I know a lot of people I see all over are talking about the accent, like her accent, her accent, because they don't understand that that is how she spoke because she was a Russian person trying to do a German accent. Like it was odd. But even you know? I think and it's intentional. Is, no, that's what I'm saying. On the show, it's intentional. But on no, Anna's no, part, I mean I like genuinely Anna's part. No, I think that on her part in real life, I think that her accent was intentional to make her kind of sound very European ambiguous. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. No, this woman is a mastermind. She literally conned people out of like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, no, she's a mastermind. Of course, she has her slip ups. I feel like... I don't know. Hear me out. I feel like the show was kind of selling her out too short to for dramatic effect, you know. I feel yeah. like they really want us to see those cracks. Well, I feel but like any level-headed person would understand, you know, could see right through her in the version that we see her in the show. Yeah. And ju- well, just from what I've seen, 
it's evident that Vivian, the journalist, it's a very good versus bad, is what the show is setting up in this first beginning. You know, like, Vivian is the person you are rooting for, the journalist, who is going to catch quote like catch Anna in these things you know what I'm saying like, yeah but to me I, I don't know to me I was like I don't know she's already caught like I know right and and she got what she wanted in the end she is notable she is um oh and that's she's the thing. notorious she got she, millions she's making millions now off the story than she ever fucking stole well, like um sorry she for the record, she um, got paid $325,000 for her life rights from Netflix. So that that was the check that she got. Yeah. Um, but she is currently um, being held in an immigration facility pending a uh, deportation back to Germany. In okay. which she said something along the lines of, um, I would rather die than go back to Germany. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Do we know her backstory? Has she ever... No, probably not. So she hinted in the interview, the 2020 interview that I watched um, that... Or sorry, to 2020. The 60-minute UK interview that I watched. 2020 does have an episode on her, and I kind of want to watch it now. I, I will have to watch it after this, because again, I'm just so enthralled by her. I just exactly. really, really, really a, enjoy what her. What a woman. What a woman. I, I, I like don't want to say I don't want to say too much, but like I you feel like you live one life and she decided to do eight. You know what yeah, I mean? You I, live one you life know, and she decided to take eight. I, I I kind of think you know I have similar feelings to her as I do to Elizabeth Holmes that I'm like <laughs> you're only mad because she stole from there rich knows. people type of thing. You know, yeah. You know, rich people steal from poor people all the time, yeah. and it's just like overlooked. But you're just mad because a poor person like stole from Swindled a rich person. Yeah. Uh, the Tinder swindler. Um, oh, speaking of uh, Elizabeth Holmes, I've been really trying to work on my accent for her. Right? It's so hard to do her. It is. Because um, she was I she's think doing a, a Steve yeah, Jobs. What is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I sent something to Andy the what other day, and I was crying. Yeah. You could test. What if you could test all tests with one drop of blood? Introducing... Theranos. Oh my god. I love her. The Edison machine. Literally <laughs> the Edison machine over and over again. Amanda Seyfried is playing me. <laughs> oh my god. I am I'm so excited. excited for that. I'm, I'm so really excited, excited for that. She and really nailed the accent in the trailer from what I've seen. Didn't she? And you know, I am a, an Amanda Seyfried stand till I oh, die. Yes. Um, and I also saw another really cool thing of media that I think that you might be interested in too and that is um I saw the trailer for First Wives on Showtime which is going to be following uh three First Wives um Eleanor Roosevelt um Betty Ford and Michelle Obama okay uh, interesting. played by uh Gillian Anderson is playing um Eleanor Roosevelt okay um Michelle Pfeiffer is playing Betty Ford <gasps> love her and Viola Davis is playing <gasps> Michelle Obama. Oh my god. The trailer sold, that I saw, sold, I'm going to have to get Showtime again. Not I'm only do I you. need to watch, I need to watch um I need to finish Black Monday, I need to watch Yellow Jackets, and I'm going to yeah. have to start watching uh First wa- uh, First wise. Ladies, First Lady because like it looks fantastic and I love a good historical show. Yes. Yes, same. Although I have not watched it, watched Gilded Age yet. It, it's it's a I oh, it's such I a personally feel like you really need to get into it now because I don't want you just to be out of that cultural conversation 
Um, I felt, you know, I felt similar things to to you watching Game of Thrones. You know, I just feel like you really have to you I have to sink your teeth. Talking tea. about Gilded Age, like at that though. Not on not on a grand level of things, but in the queer communities, in the communities that we float around in, like yeah. the Gilded Age is mandatory reading. We'll see. The first episode was a major snooze fest for me, I'm not gonna lie. But we were also not paying attention. And I will say the first episode is like any other period drama that we get from HBO, it is a slow burn, but I can assure well, you by the end of the second episode, you will be hooked and ready to go. And Hook, that, line, I can make the sinker. argument for every show. I don't really appreciate the pilot of any show because it's the pilot, you know? It's going to yeah. be a slow burn. I'm introducing things. I'm setting up a story. Be yeah, which I used to have a really big, I used to have a really strong opinion against um, shows that would have really awful first episodes. Um, but I would argue in the fact that the Gilded Age needed all of this background, I feel like many shows don't need that much background um, to kind of get to know the characters, but I genuinely feel like because we are focusing on a time that is not well remembered in history. Yeah. Um, that we did need that hour and 20 minute episode to kind of set the scene of how things will take place. I just hope that we don't get 10 episodes a season because I'm going to need a little bit more. You are. You're getting 10 or less, especially since the show, the episodes are quite lengthy, are they not? Um, actually, they've all been pretty short except the first 45 run. minutes? About 45. Okay. Okay. But we're going to go ahead and take a really quick break and come back with some hot topics that you hate, that you may have missed. Alrighty, we are back with some hot topics uh, from the last week that you may have missed. Uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it and talk about Kylie Jenner. So Kylie has announced the birth of her second child with Travis Scott, uh, Wolf Webster. So the Keeping Up with the Kardashians alum shared the news with a black and white photo of the infant's hand. Uh, she also revealed that the newborn arrived one day after Stormy's birthday with the caption, Heart 2222. I love the birth date. I don't know about you. Um, I love the birth date. I think she lucked out. I think that may have been a little intentional. You know, I can you can you really control no, it like that though? No, no. But I feel like I don't know. Maybe if she got induced, she may have been like, "Oh, can we pick this day?" Maybe if she had a C-section, induced. you know, schedule. or maybe if she had it. And I feel like that's kind of the the go around for a lot of women is to just do a that's, C-section. Oh, I hear that's a great route to go if you want to get a little work done right after you know like that mommy makeover which i learned all about one day i got like really into it mother of a nun let's look yeah. into some mommy <laughs> no makeover. but you know i'd love a good tummy tuck after i had one it sounds like <laughs> a know. time saver money saver a little bit yep 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 um so i love the birthday and i'm just not really sure about the name uh so yeah. the name of her child is wolf webster Eh. It's a name, you know. Eh. Something you put on a birth certificate. Which reminds me, um, going quickly back to discovering Anna, um, they had a Travis Scott song play. I remember that. And I like heard it and I kind I thought to myself really quickly, I was like, I wonder if this was edited and like 
put together before Astroworld happened? Um, or is this like the first showing that he will face no real repercussions from? That is such a good question episode. for Shondaland. Uh, Shondaland, what? I, yeah. Yeah, I bet you. Yeah, I don't know. It could be a mix of both. Done before Astro World, but just not taken out because at the end of the day, he's going to face no repercussions. Yeah, that's what I hope. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Like. That's really all I gotta say. Congratulations yeah. to Kylie. Congratulations, congratulations to Travis Scott. Congratulations to Stormy. Congra- congratulations to the whole family. Yeah. Um, I hope. I'm sorry. You have to c- come on. You know we can. You got. You got to congratulate. You know yeah. it's like, eh, yeah. And I, I know everybody was like, well, then why did she have like an angel themed baby shower or whatever? And now that I think about it, I'm like, well, maybe because she scheduled it to be on two two. Oh, you know what like I mean? an angel number. Like an, a whole angel thing going on. But then she just like named it Wolf because that's what you do. You know, an, a name by any name is still a name, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, talking about some other uh, pregnancy news, um, famous troll and um, lover of many different cultures uh trisha paytas has announced their pregnancy so on uh february 14th the 33 year old social media star marked the holiday by announcing that they are expecting their first child with husband uh, moses uh hackman in a celebration of this exciting news, Trisha shared a sonogram post to Instagram writing, quote, the love at first heartbeat. Um, as for their other half, Moses shares an Instagram post of the pair uh, grinning from ear to ear as they held out a printed copy of their sonogram captioning his photo, quote, mom and dad, hashtag best Valentine gift ever. Um, but, you know, a little background to this. Uh, so prior to their pregnancy announcement, Trisha actually uh, opened up to their followers about their uh, fertility struggles. In 2016, uh, they posted a video to their challenge, uh, to their challenge, challenge. Why can I speak? <laughs> to their ta- challenge, girl. Uh, to their channel um, that... Uh, They have a PID, which is pelvic inflammatory disease, uh, which is an infection of the reproduction, uh, reproductive organs Mm -hmm. that can uh, cause issues with fertility. So um, I personally, I am so happy for Trisha Paytas. I am so happy for her. Um, You know, I've always kind of been a fan. I know that she is very controversial, but I, you know, she's a troll. She knows she's a troll. We all know that she's a troll. She's just doing this, you know, she does everything that she does for attention. So I, you know, I really can't wait to see what kind of content we get for the next nine months. Um, And I I really hope that it's like not a weird, I don't know, because I feel like she could totally name her baby something like Renesmee. She could go literally any route with this. Like, and that's literally the opening of my thoughts is she can go any route with this. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I will say is she was trending. Trending. trending like they number two like for the whole morning so i just want to share that you know trisha paytas it was big news is you will say what you will famous. you will always be famous trisha paytas, like, you will always be famous i don't know which is i'm so happy weird for them when i see someone like that trending i was shocked just like wow i was shocked you know because we know her i her thought back, it was fake at first said, and that's what i was i said 
yeah right at first you know at first thought right off the bat I'm like oh she's lying but I'm happy for them you know yeah that's all you know I um I'm I curious wish them, what's gonna come out of this I wish they can take it in any direction the best I um, wish nothing but the best I hope nothing but the best We'll be watching. We will be watching. And we'll be talking. And you know, another thing that we might not be watching um, is the Oscars. I personally... My goodness um, Now that Lady Gaga is no longer in the running for any awards, I really don't care to watch... uh, the no one's gonna be bring it to me gonna be bringing it to me on the runway nobody you know they lost out um but the academy did just announce the oscar hosts uh the oscars uh will be hosted by amy schumer regina hall and wanda sykes um the three comic forces appear to be the only mcs in the mix for the march award show uh, despite several scenarios that the telecast creatives um, have been weighing producer will packer has been in meetings for weeks trying to find the right recipe for hollywood's biggest night and i've actually heard some rumors that uh john ham was in the running uh to oh be. he would have been good and i also heard that the three spider-men were also somewhat in the running of hosting the Oscars. What? Like, I like John Hamm. What's happened to John Hamm? Let's see more of him. I think he's funny. I think he can be charming. I think that he's sexy. I think 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 that he's really cute. I think think he would be a fantastic host. I think, personally, I would get irritated at the three Spider-Men, but I think the world would like it. Something you know, something for the something for the something, MCU, something for the kids, something yeah, for the kids. You know, something for the men I, out there. Personally, I don't like Amy Schumer. You know, and that's just what I'll say about that one. I don't like her. I don't think she's funny. I don't think about her. I love Regina Hall and I love Wanda Sykes. Totally agreed. I think they're powerhouses. I think they're going to be amazing. I yeah, I would say I'm personally yeah. most excited for Regina Hall. Because um, I, you know, I feel like Huge out of fans. out of the three of them, and again, call me out. Um, I feel like she's the least stand-up comedian-like. You know, yeah. uh, where she's still an amazing comedian. She, you know, the other two are kind of known to be for being stand-ups. You know, and especially um, Amy Schumer. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah, and she's stu- so sticky to me. I don't know, but okay, hear know. me I out. I won't get too into it. I am kind of... Ex- so, at first, I didn't really understand why Amy Schumer was in it, but I am going to keep my ears open, my heart open. Well, Maybe always- she's going to surprise us. Maybe we will have a comeback of um, Amy Schumer. I think that that, what, that train wreck movie, I thought that that movie was really good. I have never seen it because I have never been a fan of hers. But I'm always, I'm always open to somebody changing my mind. You know, I'm yeah. always open to somebody getting good at what they've always wanted to be good at. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't know. So we may be watching. I may be just keeping. I up definitely on will be watching. I don't really red carpet. I'm obsessed with red carpet. Good, bad, ugly, horrendous. I don't care. I'll watch it and yeah, I'll judge it. You know, it's kind of just know? like a meh. It's what I t- Again, it's what I said recently. I am a major celebrity muncher. Like I, yeah, I eat it up. I don't care. Oh my I'm gosh. not political with it, girl. So, it's celebrity. Are you also rooting for Jessica Chastain? I know that she's not gonna. She's probably not gonna win. She's not gonna win. I am love, love, love that. Heavily woman. rooting for her. I 
Who else is in the category with her again? I her, can't recall. Kristen, uh, Kristen Stewart, um, oh, a bunch God. of other people. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I need to look over the list again for me to pick out who the darling is. You know what I mean? I Who's think the that darling. The darling. I don't know. <laughs> I want to say right now Kristen Stewart, but that could just be the ghost of Andy in my ear going, Spencer, 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 Spencer. Which Spencer. I'll have to watch. I'm just really against it just because I how where's Lady Gaga's nomination? I'm such me, a little monster. For me, I'm just, I was, for personally for me, I was overstimulated with Princess Diana. I'll say it. The crown, from the crown to the pods to the specials to the, it was too much Diana. To the Halloween costume. To the Halloween costumes, to the drag queens, enough. Yeah, enough. enough. Yeah, the Broadway musical. You know, you it's know. like when is you know when is too much die? Too much die. Um, when will and- when will we let Princess Die die? Truly, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Elizabeth says. When are you gonna let the bitch go? Oh, girl, and which I, I said say- she'll never be queen. No, and which I say to you, Camilla Parker Bowles, you will never you be will queen. You will never be queen. And you know who will never be king is Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Um, so this is the one segment of the podcast I simply just didn't write an intro to because over the last week, um, I believe there has been at least 30 plus posts of him coming after, uh, Billie Eilish, uh, Kid Cudi, uh, Pete Davidson, or like he likes to call it skeet. Uh, coming after Kim, going after... Who else did he with? His child, like, you know. There was not a stone left unturned by Kanye this weekend. Um, And he... There wasn't a stone unturned, but there were many thrown at many people. Yes. So I believe this all started, if I can remember correctly, I don't even remember what I talked about in the last week's podcast, because there's honestly just been so much Kanye news yeah Um, so it all started when he threatened to pull out of Coachella um because of what Billie Eilish did on stage because he thought that she was shading Travis Scott in by help by helping a fan yeah uh, I'm like I don't want to jump the gun here but she didn't say anything because I personally did not know what she had done all I heard was that Kanye wanted her to apologize I just assumed that he wanted her to say like apologize for something she said maybe when Astro World first happened I didn't know she was literally helping a fan at her concert who needed help and he took offense to that yes he's because she actually helped, yeah. Because she actually is helped them. Off. And He's just majorly off right now. You know, I I don't want to paint, uh, you know, similarities, but it's um, kind of interesting that this is like the second, the second young woman that he has come for, uh, in his, yeah. car- you know, very notably in his career for virtually no reason other than those women just existing. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, there's, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of memes, a lot of everything, um, in which it all ended, I believe yesterday or today, uh, with the post where he kind of just came out, or should I say his, uh, PR team, uh, took his phone out of his hands and posted a uh, statement basically just saying that he'll stop talking about all of this stuff. He understands how scared this makes the kids and how unsafe, you know, Kim and everyone feels because he's kind of airing out their dirty laundry um, on Instagram. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I uh, 
think that we're getting to another point of Kanye being Kanye of uh, when isn't enough enough when when it, it's almost like Trump where it's like stop tweeting like stop posting on Instagram just like somewhat why what is the refusal to take those to take away his phone it's doing because so much damage he's yeah because he's an adult and stuff but. and so do you and I guess I have a question for you is uh do you think that any of this uh any of this public fanfare that he's been doing over the last couple weeks, specifically in the last week, do you think that this is in conjunction to promote Buzz for Donda 2, his uh, next album coming out very shortly? Yes and no. You know, I think some things are genuine, and I think that, um, yeah. Do you think that he's playing up? Do you think that he's playing it up for kind of that dramatics? Because I definitely think that a lot of these things that he he genuinely believes and he genuinely thinks, um, but I can definitely see some things maybe being played up for dramatics, whether or not he's conscious of it or not. I think so much of it. I think he is genuine in, but he is going to use it just like him dressing up his friends as Kim for like the album and things like yeah. that. I just think that it is so incredibly damaging to her and the kids. And, like, it's just... It just sucks. Really, really, really insane to me. Yeah, it just sucks. Especially after she... um, On Valentine's Day, he posted... He deleted all of his photos and then posted a picture of uh, the kids and her doing a photo shoot and basically said, like, I just want my wife back. I just want my wife back. Yeah. Like, I want my life and my family back. And then sent her a truck full of red roses on Valentine's Day, which I just, oh God, it's just, it's so sad to see this all public. Like, of course, as a cynical media lover, I'm eating it up. I'm eating every yeah. second up. Um, but it is also kind of sad to see this so public. Um, I, I, you know, I, I hope that the kids aren't too affected by uh, any of this. Yeah. Agreed. And I do feel bad for Pete Davidson. Like, I genuinely fear I for too. his I think safety he's a genuine sometimes. Guy. And I feel really bad for Kim. I feel really bad for her. This is an awful situation to be put in, an awful thing to have to deal with. It's just horrible. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I just. Yeah. Uh, but so I don't feel bad for. Oh, God. Okay. So. <laughs> and well, and it's, it's Julia a Fox um, yep. officially breaks it off with Kanye um, after his attempts to get Kim back. And I. Uh, so I have her statement pulled up right in front of me. And I would love to just read some of it because I feel like it'll kind of just set the tone. So this is after Kanye posted publicly that he wanted his wife back uh julia fox in response deleted all of her photo all of the photos that she had with him on her page and uh posted this on her instagram story y'all would love uh y'all would love if i was so upset the media would love to paint a picture of me a sad lonely woman crying on a plane by myself but it's not true why not see me for what I am, which is a number one hustler? I came up, y'all, lol. And not only that, but Kanye and I are still on good terms. I have love for him, but I wasn't in love with the man, Jesus Christ. What do you guys think? I am 12 years old. And for the record, 
The only time I cried in 2022 was on February 6th on my dead BFF's birthday. Anyway, if you want the full tea, you're going to have to buy the book when it comes out. Smiley face. Serving C-word. No. No. Loved this oh no i'm sorry no it was it was the it was this and you know we i literally had a podcast episode titled julia fox is a weak bitch last week yeah i'm oh no she's a strong bitch no she's a weak bitch no is she weird for getting yeah like of course she's weird but come on why not see me for what i am which is a number one hustler and because this is, you're not and i feel like no, she's but she compensating is. no i feel like I, that was not her intention at all with her relationship with kanye and i feel like now she's just trying to cover her tracks are you kidding it's coming you, off so how do you, she ugh. dated kanye because she knew that it was going to be a come up for her no. no other reason. She did not date Kanye because she genuinely loved him or genuinely liked him or wanted this or that. The other, no, 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 no. She did this because she knew that she was going to be able. She was going to be able to elevate her career, in which she has done successfully. Mm, I don't know, girl. He just made you look so and guess damn what? Foolish. And like guess I do- what? I don't know because she described. She, like, made it out to be some whole whirlwind romance, this and that. And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like you're backpedaling now. No, and I think that, again, I think this was all one very large PR game. Um, I had no idea who Julia Fox was prior to this relationship. And I feel like that is the same for many, many, many other people. Because I was stalking her Instagram and uh, she has 1.4 million followers as of this morning and um if you look at posts that are not um from like november of 2021 her like count drops by the thousands so she clearly has gained a very large following in the last coming months because of her public relationship with kanye um and i so I don't listen to that Call Me Daddy podcast just because I feel like that's the female equivalent to the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. But I did see a clip of it on my TikTok in which she was talking about how like her whole life she's kind of just been a hustler. She's always, you know, she's always done this or that. She's always, you know, she's kind of been like a little different. And one thing that I think is so interesting about her and again, this is so funny because this is such a contradiction to what I was saying last week. Yeah. Um, but she was a dominatrix. I can see it. And I guess that that's where a lot of her inspiration came from with her makeup. Oh. And that Kanye era and that like all the latex that she was wearing. Of course, she was styled by Kanye. But a lot of it, I guess, um, was her personal pieces of being a um, a dominatrix. So I don't know. I got a clap for her. I I know that this is such a, a 180 of what I was saying last week, but clap for her um she's serving c-word and speaking of serving c-word i um taught some of my co-workers what serving c-word meant of course i just don't want to say yeah. that word on the pod um but i just think that's very interesting so i will uh i i'm glad that i can cement serving c-word as a official lingo status at work at a place of business at a place of it. business you know that i say that sliving a lot C-word. yeah i say sliving um yeah i say slay a lot but anyways um i love her congratulations to julia fox um onwards and upwards to her career 
Congratulations, girl. I don't know. Say lovey. Say lovey. I feel bad for Kim. That's oh. my final. Oh, that's I feel my, bad for that's Kim. That's my end. But, on this, on you know, this I don't era. think that Kim was going to suffer too much because of this. I think she is. I think Kim's going to suffer a lot because of everything that's happening. I, but I, I guess what I mean is that I don't think that this is her. I don't think that Kim is going to be a, you know, I don't think that this is Kim's life for the rest of her life. I think that, you know, Kim still has many opportunities to become happy and to finally live a very happy life where she gets to be in control of her I narrative. Hope. And I hope that this doesn't, like, scar her and everything. Because it is very intense and oh, it is well. a very insane thing to be happening. It is. She's literally no, getting I was, harassed I was gonna, online. I was going to say, like, yeah, of course, but... Wait, you mean, like, Kim's getting harassed online? Her, Kim has yes. been... Yes. I mean, but she's been getting harassed online since But the, not from her husband. No, exactly. And, but... I, I, I think that she'll be fine. I don't know, girl. I think it's going to be a lot more damaging to her than you think. Like, because it's literally her husband harassing her online. No, and again, I totally agree with you. But again, I think that she... At the end of the day, Kim Kardashian is going to be A-OK. And she will continue to have a very successful career. She will continue to have a very successful family life. Of course, it will be strained with her... Um, soon to be ex-husband, but I think her career would be fine no matter what, because it, you know, you know, it doesn't really have to do with her career. I just hope, like, you know, emotionally and everything like that, and like, you know, family life and everything like that doesn't. This doesn't affect it too much. I, you know, I the damage has been done. So, here, you know, here's to therapy, Kim. Here's to therapy. Yeah. yeah. Here's um, to a speedy recovery. Yes, and here is to uh, closing the episode with. Um, something uh, so I kind of want to go ahead and uh, what is one highlight from your time on the internet this week that has just been a little bit of a joy to you mine would be all the Julia Fox jokes and things like that like the picture like that awful photo shoot that came out from that one photographer who does awful photos like that was that was great you know that was that was really great I liked that a lot and I liked um, you know um I like Valentine's Day and all the funny things that come out of that. I think it was a very funny week for me on the internet. I saw a lot of comedy overall than more like the awful shit that you normally see. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I thought that was great. You know, for me, I I started watching The Flight Attendant, uh, the Kaylee Cuoco show on HBO. I'm liking it. It's strange, right? It's kind of... I'm liking it. It's just giving me search party vibes a little bit yeah. because I just watched like a murder show. So um, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'll continue to watch. I'll finish it. It's just, it's not my favorite. It's kind of a filler show for me currently. Yeah. And uh, one, one, another thing that I really enjoyed was the Super Bowl halftime show. I thought it was great. It was great. I thought it was really great. Um, I thought it... <laughs> It was everything. Like, it, there was something in it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me, a white girl that grew up on classic rock and country music, um, it was equally enjoyable to me as it was to, you know, my father who only listens to, like, Def Leppard and Tesla. Yeah. I um, thought it was incredibly entertaining. Great I thought it was so, energy. So energetic. Great visuals. So Great neat, music. So well done. Yeah, amazing and, vocals and a good, like a great. big production too. It you was know? great. I'm glad that I'm glad that it was, it was still very large. You know, I I like the sets. I liked everything. Uh, 
give yourselves a pat on the back. Oh, and the cinematography. Um, I loved. I love being able to see the evolution between uh, what they're capable of at the Super Bowl, what the camera people are capable of at yeah. the Super Bowl, because uh, kind of what they did with Kendrick Lamar uh, when Kendrick Lamar came out. I just, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Claps for y'all. Um, <laughs> onwards and upwards. Um, right. Next year, I'm excited. I'm excited to see who uh, who goes next year. Exactly. Yeah, I'm but- excited. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of And Just Like That. Uh, We will be coming at you next week with a brand new episode covering the hottest TV as well as covering the hottest topics that you hate that you may have missed. So have a great rest of your week. And thank you so much, Ronnie, for coming on the podcast. Um, Everyone, make Uh, sure to go give her a follow on both TikTok and Instagram. If I don't know if you want to plug yourself, girl. um, Instagram we're working on you know like i haven't been this is a little bit of a segue before we really wrap Part up i haven't been on instagram in two years two years i've not been on instagram so let's do tiktok tiktok veronica dot dot valentine at tiktok the dot dot is important because every other veronica valentine was taken so make sure you get those make sure you follow her um but anyways thank you so much for listening to this episode and we hope to see you next week if you enjoyed what you heard uh please feel free to like share and uh write the podcast five stars it really helps us kind of beat that uh you know that uh spotify algorithm so thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you again next week bye-bye bye